What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's afternoon or evening's Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick these facts and we don't really care about your feelings, even though we have to run our disclaimer in the building. And that's you. Viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing this content. You are... You were warned. You were you clicked on my face. All right. You clicked on my face in here. Anyway, I had to adjust my camera settings. It was a mess. I had my my surveillance team was in here. Right. Uh, my security were setting up cameras, putting me at a delay. Now my whole evening's messed up. All right. So anyway, it's all good. All right. We came on the live stream. Pause. Anyway. This show does not promote hate or harm for any person based on their gender, relationship, status, class, race, or any of those things. As you guys know, I am a confirmed classist. I do admit to that bigotry. All right, so when it comes to classism, I am a overt, outright, open, out-of-the-closet classist. All right, now, anything else you can't accuse me of. All right, it's just, just, it's just, it's just sour grapes on your part by accusing me of these things. But when it comes to classism, I'm definitely going to be, all right? I'm definitely going to judge you, all right? So, mm. <laughs> I'm judging your ass, all right? I'm looking at you, all right? Because you're looking at me, you clip my face. But anyway, I'm not responsible for your feelings, all right? But that is kind of gaslighting, and it is what it is. Like the video, today we have the double header. We have two great stories, and I couldn't decide which one to run with. So I left it up to the coach gang for you, and I left a poll up for you, all right? Poll, pause. All right, and I, I left it up to you guys what story you wanted to hear first. We have 285 confirmed votes from 28, 285 confirmed bachelors. And it's right here. Vivica A. Fox says it's karma on Kevin Samuel's death. I hate to do another story on this one, but this one I wanted to highlight because um, I've been basically talking about the fracture, the rift uh, behind, uh, behind the uh, community. This is a, a terrible miscarriage of justice that people are using these issues to cause further division in the community when the community needs some help. All right. They need some help and they need a savior. I thought Kevin Samuels would be the savior and it wasn't. I thought Vivica Fox and her cohorts of old women would be the savior and they're not. There's a lot of bitterness and hate and anger going on in the community and me, since I excommunicated myself a long time ago, I believe that I can heal. You know why? Because I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride and make it easier. Uh, let the children's laughter find a... I believe the children are our future. And if we let these stop bots run out here with all these young gunner, young thug and gang bangers, I mean, it's not going to work here. Mm. It's not going to work. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm already singing and it's seven minutes in plus the intro. This is an entertainment show and an education show. This is literally the best edutainment show here on YouTube. So do me a favor, since I'm already singing, go ahead and hit the like button. Strike that like button. All right, and show your love for this particular show. All right, I'm a sellout and an Uncle Tom, too. I cover all bases, all right? And listen, calling me names is useless, all right? I have a pretty thick skin, all right? I really don't care what you call me. 
Uh, but you gonna call me the wrong thing one of these times, and I'm gonna call an ambulance on you. Are you? Mm. I'm gonna call an ambulance. But this show is the truth. If this is your first time here, you are on the best edutainment show here on YouTube. And we're about to go crazy today. So we got another great show for our homeboy, Dr. John Deloney, who does not like me using his videos. Right? He don't like me losing his videos. So we got to use the audio. And we're going to play the bait and switch for you, for you gentlemen who are trying to find your way to success with women. I know you're doing everything but what I'm telling you to do, and you just can't bring yourself to just go give yourself, give some girl a fistful of 20s. I got money. <laughs> you guys can't do it, but then you guys get married and then get involved in all of these negotiations, and then watch. This woman invites an open marriage into his into her marriage relationship, and then she pulls the plug, and we're going to find out why she pulled the plug. We're not going to find out the real reason. I know what the real reason is, but she bait and switched him literally and she wanted the open relationship because she had somebody gassing her head up boy marriage is marriage is a horrible deal um and we might have time to go through the marriage will listen there is some junior college activity tonight and i have to pick up my poor dog from day camp right so the security guy messed me all up in my schedule i don't know how i'm gonna pull all this off but i'm gonna do it and i gotta take a shower but anyway Somebody said, when am I going to go on the Joe Rogan experience? Somebody, Joe Rogan, I do have an intermediary here. I know someone that has been on the show. Hey, Joe, bring me on. We need to get a campaign. Free CGA and get me on Joe Rogan. All right? Listen, you get me on Joe Rogan, we'll take it from there. All right? Free CGA. Free CGA and ban the DDT, too. While we at it. <laughs> All right. Look, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's be serious about this. What's wrong with the community? All right. Uh, we do have some early contributors that I do want to acknowledge. Thank you for contributing to this show, the best edutainment show here on YouTube. All right. You ain't seen nothing yet. I know people didn't found or try to find a way. Hey, um, y'all been trying to find a way to. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, did I miss a couple of guys? Oh, no, I didn't. You've been trying to find some content because content has been down lately. YouTube's discouraging content creators from making content. All right. And so people are giving up. People are, you know, they're like, if y'all going not going to monetize me, I quit. By the way, to, to, to let your voice be heard, there's the right there, dollar sign CGA live. All right, let's give you the full banner. Somebody asked, did I have a Venmo? Yes, Greg Greg-Adams-12. All right, and then we have Patreon. We have Money Mindset. We have a Money Mindset group coming up. Man, we are busy giving men information. And don't take this for granted. Don't take this for granted. Should I get into that diatribe again? No, 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 no. Let's get into this one. We do have some um, we do have some uh super chats here. Then I get Doxy Trash. I got him earlier. Thank you, so sir. Deadly Edley said these Kayleys begging in the streets. Oh, it's all bad out here. And I can't pull myself away from this train wreck. Shout out to Mr. Cruz is in the building. He says co-workers didn't like me, so they said BS to human resources. That is I'm sorry, that is the way to get men out of jobs, man. Hey, listen. Those places that have human resources are not for you anyway. I mean, how many men work for human resources? That's what I'm going to ask right now. What is the percentage of men that work in human resources? Zero. I have never heard a man say, I work in human resources. <laughs> I mean, your, your human resource department always looks like this. And by the way, this is the human resource department at the CGA channel. All right. They're, these are the ladies that do my human resources. 
um, every now and then they become a resource to me uh, on a slow Tuesday as well. So, you know, if I'm into, you know, turning down the lights really dim and uh, literally trying to, you know, find my way up the path of miracles, veins and whatnot. Yeah, I'll, 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 you know, nasty boys stand up. I've been, hey, it's been a while since I told the nasty boys to stand up. Nasty boys stand up. All right, shout out to everybody on the dark side in the building. <laughs> All right. So Jonathan got in trouble because he got me too that work. Don says, you've been here, been here with me since 2018. Thank you for being here since 2018. I'm going on completing my fourth year here on the tube. Well, maybe. All right. My man, who is this? Don, that was Don. Thanks for the message. Keep it up. That's from Double A, Mr. Adeleke, Adeleke. Shout out to my Nigerian brothers, too. Shout out to all the Nigerian brothers. All right, and African brothers. Mr. Milton says, Coach, I appreciate your daily knowledge. This is what we do here. I try my best. Thank you, sir, for being here. Who is this? Margin calls. He says, got the best of me, Coach. A little tuition. Oh, boy. Yes, man. Margin calls yesterday. The, the market is the market had a little bit of a comeback late yesterday and early this morning. So we're not in the end times yet. So shout out to you, Sheldon. We're going to show you Sheldon P free agent for life. Big ups, coach. We in here. We got a couple more and we'll get to the show. Loud pocket says the human resource, the human resource department office party fun. There they are. Ladies, a party up happy hour. Get a couple of these girls tipsy, man. And you're going to see a night. To remember, she's going to be like, get ready boom, boom. tonight. Uh, I'm going to make this a night to remember sloppy drunk, man. Hey, when the, the human resource department gets sloppy drunk, anything goes. The problem is when she wakes up tomorrow, she's going to be asking for a relationship. How dare you? She's going to say, I'm looking for something long term. After she gave you two pieces of peace leave and did all the nastiest things you ever could have imagined to you. All right, the thing is, man, boy, I know we talk about the junior college, you know, the junior college, and we want them to be innocent and, you know, you know. But when you get with older women, it's going to be a night you will not forget. Right? It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be this. I am a nasty woman. You're going to be like, Lord, I did not even know that it was possible that another human being would actually do that to me. However, I'm not going to uh, discourage you anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just don't want to feel around. You know what I mean? Turn the lights down and don't feel around the body and look at that. You know what I mean? Just turn all the lights down. She's going to do some things to you. You're going to be like, this is unbelievable. No, Kaylee never tried to do these things, but we won't stop you. <laughs> Keep the party going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you? you know, I don't even want to get graphic, but yes. You're like, you do these things? Wow. Well, go ahead and continue, lady. This is us. This is something amazing. <laughs> oh, boy, it's something else. But normally these are, yes, it's, yeah, it's going to be a mess in there, boy. I'm going to let you know. So shout out to the older ladies. Ladies, we, we, we do, you know, I know Kevin called you leftovers. He wasn't the first one to do so. I mean, even over in China, they call them the, um, what do they call them over in there? I've done so many videos, I don't forgot. Um, they called them leftover women at 27. So, Kevin, it did extend you eight years. Tom Likas already said this for years and years. Everybody's been saying, I don't know why they attributed to Kevin. But uh, at the end of the day, you are, guys, two tons of fun. I mean, listen, 
when it's time to practice, it's unbelievable. Shane Yu. Yeah, it was they, they call him Shane Yu. Y'all been called Shane Yu for a long Shane New for a long time, you know? He didn't come up with that. But he did is the one I guess people were attributing. So at the end of it, you guys are some fun, though. You know, practice. I just can't literally be seen with you on the outside. On the suit up the practice squad. When it comes to going outdoors, though, you got to stay on the inside. You cannot go outside. You know what I mean? I can't be seen out there with you. But it's all good. Even if you look younger, we just got to put a pause to that. Uh, last couple, Marcus Jackson is in the building. Oh, I did give him his government name. Last one, since wanted to hear your lesson on karma, coach. That's from my man, Jason Webb. Pause. All right, let's get into the show. We'll get into PayPal in a little bit. Again, I know the late crew is just joining us. Joining us. People that are getting off of work are just joining us. Maybe we'll take the 7 p.m. slot. What do you think? What do you think? Maybe we'll put a poll. Maybe we put our show at 7 p.m., which is 7 p.m. West Coast. All right, so that was a time that actually was used by someone else. Maybe I'll put my dip my toe into the 7 p.m. mark. Maybe we'll go two hours later. I think there's an open slot there. Maybe we'll do that. I'll think about that. Yeah, that's when we take over. Then, then you'll see the takeover. Somebody said, keep it at 8 p.m. I don't even know what time zone you're in. 8 p.m. what? 8 p.m. you're on the East Coast? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. is kind of late. All right, by the time I get started, I'll be like this. You know what? I tell you what, man, that'll mess up my junior college, all of that. I'm going to keep it here. I like it here because then I can still, you know, participate. I can still participate in the fun, but I'm not a late owl. I can't be up. I can't be up late. Then I'll be drinking stuff I don't need to drink. All right, so... (laughs) Uh, we in prime time, at least on the, see, it's still light outside here, right? You know what I mean? I still got an hour to mess around at the pool. <laughs> one one of these days, I'm going to do a 24-hour stream, <laughs> okay? It's going to be a mess. Who wants the 24-hour stream of Coach? This is going to be a complete disaster. I'm going to pull it off, though. I'm going to, has any YouTuber done this, a 24-hour stream? Do not steal my ideas. I know content creators watching me, all right? And they watch me. Y'all be watching me in the cut. Y'all be watching me in the cut, then making videos on me after I'm done with my video. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. 24-hour stream. Oh, my gosh. Impossible? I'm going to do it. That right there, the 24-hour stream, I've got to have to, man. I'm at, Alex Jones did one. I will take pauses, though, because it's going to be like, are you going to hear Hey, this is what's going to happen in the 24-hour stream. This is what you're going to see. And then you're going to say, we're going to pause for station identification. We back. You're going to see Pogs, the human resource department come through. Feet picture, feet picture break. All right, feet picture break. (laughs) Oh, the Jerry's Kid Telethon. Yo, the 24-hour stream. Yikes. 
Hey, man, whatever happens on that stream happens on that stream. I don't even know what to tell you. That It's going to be a mess. One of these days, I'm going to do it. Nova, Nova be Nova be popping a squat right there, crapping right there on the back of my damn couch, on my rug. It'll be a mess. 24-hour stream, I'm going to plan it. That means I might have to take three days off, then do the 24-hour stream. It's going to be a mess. Anyway, uh, content creators, you're invited to my 24-hour stream. I'm going to need something. I'm going to need something, dude. I'm going to be knocked out by the end of it. All right. Let's get to the show. You guys want Kevin Samuels and Vivica A. Fox first. Uh, let's let's show you what's up. Let's pop her up on the screen right there. There's Vivica A. Fox. I don't know. Uh, young young dudes, you don't know who this woman is. Yeah, I'd board Nova for a day. Um, uh, Vivica A. Fox, you don't know who she is, but uh, back in the day, she was something special. You know what I mean? She had the chicken legs all on Independence Day. She was on Booty Call. She's on uh, Think Like a Man. Uh, what other movies was she in? She was all on 50 Cent's Johnson. You know, she she was all of that back in the day. <laughs> Has she ever been married? Then she came out, said she, oh, no, she got married once. Remember, I did a video on her talking about she got married and she don't want to get married again. This woman's like in her 60s at this point. She's like in her 60s. Yeah, she was on Kill Bill. Uh, all, all of that soul food. She was a, she was quite a little thing. And right now, I'm gonna tell you, she she can. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to see this uh, being undressed and you know tracks coming off and it'd be a nightmare for me. But you know, she could. Hey, Vivica, I know you guys watch me. You could come on over. Come on over. Come on over. Come on over. I don't discriminate. You can hang out for a minute. <laughs> But Vivica A. Fox had a problem with Kevin Samuels. Let's roll the that beautiful bean footage. Let's roll the clip and hear what she had to say about the death of one Kevin Samuels. Man was a, a hypocrite, in my honest opinion. He really was. I didn't find anything about him to be healing. He insulted uh, African-American women on a consistent basis. Uh, one of his last statements that uh, he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that, that you're no good and she don't even disposable. Know. Um, to me, it was a shock jock. And, you know, I, I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out, the negativity that you put out in the world, that when karma comes knocking at your door, mm. she might not be so kind. So, you mm -hmm. know, the fact that he uh, killed over real quick and mm. was uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Mm. Um, oh, rest in peace. You see that face right there, gentlemen. Um, this face right here that she's making, she made about three faces. Um, I've studied the nonverbal communication of women. Um, and let me tell you something. This particular face, we've seen these faces all through middle school and high school. If you had aunts and cousins and nieces and nephews and all these people, um, anybody that has been alternative lifestyle skittle. Oh, somebody said they can't see. Oh no, you can see it. Uh, you see the face right here. Look at the face that she's making. This is the face of sassiness, the sassiness face. Uh, you know, her eyebrows are already arched pretty high, but she arches her eyebrows a little bit extra. Uh, we have a hundred and some odd face muscles in our, in our face. And uh, some of these people have learned to do the the lip tightening, the lip suck, the light, the the, the uh, teeth sucking, and all of these things, and the sassy. Mm, I can do all by myself. Mm. 
you know, this is basically what she done done. And um, this face right here is the face that a lot of men have faced in the community. And basically, this is the face of emasculation. The face of you can't do nothing to me. Mm, and I'm just, oh, that face, man. I'm going to tell you, I don't like to see these facial, facial expressions. Here's another one right here. That one right there. You see that face right there, boy? You know, the mm, the mm, mm, mm. Uh, here's another one right here. Let's see. Oh, the finger pointing. Yeah. Oh, boy. So she had a couple faces. Let me see if I can find the other one. Uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Um, yeah, that one right there. Look at the look away. Um, you know, this is all just disgusting to me. I, I can't deal with people like this. I, I'd rather not if they do things like that. Yeah, the, look at <clears throat> what are you doing? What, what, what's going on with your head wobbling? All right, she looking like a bobblehead at Angel Stadium right now. What's going on, man? Um, um, <clears throat> I, I can't deal with it, ladies. Man, listen, this is not hate for women. I'm just telling you, these facial expressions keep your ass single. This is what keeps you single. What rest in peace, rest in peace man was oh this disgusting anyway we'll break down some of the things that she said here obviously i don't think she knew exactly what he said she's paraphrasing she's only getting secondhand information i don't know if she watched kevin uh but um we'll break down there's a oh there's a fire here uh oh oh no evacuation warning voluntary lord have mercy this day can't go any crazier <laughs> hold on for a second there's a fire in Laguna Hills or Laguna Beach right now. All right. I live really close to Laguna Beach. Now it's fire season. Nice. <laughs> Pretty soon my internet going to go out. But here it is right here. Um, this is why there's significant fracture between men and women and the, when men and women in the community. And this is how men take a subservient position because of this type of uh, information. So she hasn't watched Kevin. She's paraphrasing. Um, and she's only heard snippets and sound bites. She hasn't heard his entire message, but you know, listen, that's how it goes. I actually said that that's how it goes, and that's fair game. Um, and but um, let's listen here, and I'll break something down. You hear that? You hear that? They want me to get evacuated in here. Hold on for a second. Let me stop on my phone. All my phones are going off. My damn watch, Apple Watch, going off. Hold up. They said, get the hell out. Hell no, nah, we live streaming. Hold on for a second. Let me go full screen. We live streaming. Hey, man, burn it down. <laughs> burn it down. I'm live streaming through a fire, y'all. That's how we going to do it. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on for a second. Get the hell out. Uh-oh. It's time to go, y'all. Hell done caught up with me. <laughs> no what does it say here let me just say you guys uh what what does it say man uh it says voluntary evacuation warning for balboa uh it doesn't say all right anyway man yo man forget all that i mean yeah i'm gonna i'm live streaming through a fire i'm going down all right i'm going down with it all right so anyway they aren't trying to burn me up let's put it up oh uh what was i gonna say it doesn't matter we'll continue with the show a hypocrite, in my honest opinion, he really was and was a, a, a hypocrite. 
in my honest opinion, he really was. I didn't find anything about him to be healing. He insulted uh, African-American women on a consistent basis. I have a question on the insulting African-American women. I have a very big question. Um, Kevin show was not, I don't know why he's, they say he insulted African-American women because the majority of the women who called in, as far as when I watched the show, all right, were black women, right? If I'm not mistaken, he opened the opportunity for women to call up. He didn't reach out to them. I think he let them come up. So they volunteered to be evaluated by the image consultant. They volunteered. They got on there. They said what they wanted. Many of the callers were black, black women. So how did he insult black women? He just insulted the people who called. I'm trying to figure that out. I keep They keep saying that. Now, I haven't seen many opportunities when white women called. But as you guys know, 85% of white women, ain't they don't even care what black people are doing. They don't care what, especially, they don't care what black men are doing. They, they ain't never going to run no black pipe. They don't care about what black people's opinion are. They don't care. The only time that Kaylee's would care about what black men think is if they gained extra weight. So if a white girl gained extra weight and all of a sudden black guys were after her, I mean, like poor black guys, then they would actually care because they would be like, wait a minute. Sounds like I'm going south here. <laughs> so they're like, wait a minute, I'm getting these guys attention. Something's wrong here. So she's going to start. She's going to be starting <laughs> running down the street. She's going to be in her sports bra. She's going to be on that elliptical like. <laughs> That's the only time they would care. They ain't running no black pipe. There ain't nothing that's going to change their mind. They're going to have to wait till they're 45 or 50 years old before they ever think about what a black man's going to do. So with that being said, this is why they don't call in the Kevin Samuels. <laughs> okay. That's why you wouldn't get them calling in. 85% of them, you wouldn't get any woman that's watching Jake Paul and say, perhaps I'll go see what Kevin Samuels thinks of me. Never. They're, they would never do it. So. <laughs> there's that so that's why the majority of the caller in were black so with that being said i don't think he went out of his way to diss black women i think the women that he he only dealt with the women that called in <laughs> so i want to put the bed that myth that he didn't like black women i mean i always say if you're talking about it you obviously like them we have to get past this thing that if because you're talking about it, you don't like them, or if you talk about it, you hate them, or if you talk about it, like they're then say he's gay. Like, why would he talk about women if he's gay? I mean, it's so this argument is so dumb. So, anyway, continuing on here. Uh, one of his last statements that uh he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that, that you're no good and disposable. Um Okay, that, that's a whole entire argument. Uh, he didn't say you're no good as disposable. I think he said you're leftover, which in China, they call you Shang Nu. So he didn't come up with that. Although statistics tell you that the likelihood of you getting married after the age of 35 or 38 is slim to none and slim just died. Okay, we've done shows on this one. All right. Um. Shane Yu in China. Here it is right here. 
just so you guys know, because a lot of people don't do their research and they act like the Kevin made all of this stuff up. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there like, yo, here's your research right here. Unmarried and over 27 in China, that makes you a leftover woman. So that's where that comes from. In America, we kind of bump the ages up, you know, because we have all the technology and we just try to go away from traditionalism. But here's the term leftover woman right there. And when it's when it came from the culture of uh, China, because they're still somewhat traditional and agrarian. Their tradition, they're a little bit more traditional and agrarian. Right. And they depend on people being born. Uh, they don't paint themselves in the corner. There it is right there. Unmarried and uh, over 27. So, ladies, he at least literally gave you all a couple of years. This concept is not new. They had something called a spinster. An old maid. This isn't new concepts. It's just new to modern people because you think uh, you think uh, you guys are the best thing since sliced bread in the society when you're actually the worst. Mm. I mean, our generation of people have to be the epitome of the lowest of the low of every culture that has existed before us. And I'm giving you guys the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm giving you guys the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying to help you. By trying to teach you, you guys think because you're able to come up with technology that you're smarter than all the, our predecessors, we're actually dumber. What would you say you do here? <laughs> but that's neither here or there. I'm torching y'all today. You know why? It's hot. There's a fire behind me. There's a fire behind the coach. To me, it was a shock jock. And, you know, I, I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out the negativity that you the karma that you put out okay the negativity that you put out um so they're 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 trying to give uh kevin a the negative you know he put out negativity which is actually not true i don't know if on your timeline on your timeline i'm getting referred to older kevin samuels videos like four years old so it sounds like what's happening is people are going to his archives and they're blowing up his old content which which makes sense right People are worth more dead than alive, you know, especially in the community. You know, they give you your flowers when it's too late. Um, but uh, then they start going back. Oh, this guy actually was making sense. And then they see Kevin torching men. They see Kevin uh, trying to help men and help women. And then they're like, maybe he wasn't that bad. Dumb. So right now they're saying he was a shock jock and all of these things. She's coming up with all kind of terms to try to belittle him and she's showing no regard for him as a human being. Let's just say this. If if um let's just say if anybody on my rival side died, I wouldn't celebrate. There's not too many people that I would celebrate. I, I know one. There's one. <laughs> There's one. Uh her initials are N and P. All right. I would be like, thank the Lord. All right. Come on, man. Now we can actually get some work done around here. I don't know who we're talking about. Don't don't insinuate and do not type it in the chat. Do not type it in the chat. Let's continue on. Put out in the world that when karma comes knocking at your door, she might not be so kind. So, you know, the fact that he uh killed over real quick and was uh you see that disrespect she he, he, he killed over. <laughs> wow, man. This is this is some disdain for a man. This is the same disdain that these people have for men in your community. And and you know what? 
I don't know who was talking about this. I always probably say angry man. When men are successful, when men are somewhat successful, when they can't pull him down, they have this type of disdain for him and they have an open disdain. And I think deep down, they know they can't control him because um, for, for centuries, for the last, I'm sorry, for decades, there's been an ability to control men in the community by basically gaslighting him or insinuating he doesn't like women of his own race or doesn't like his mother. So they were easily to be brought back and hooked in like the Sandman on Apollo. And a lot of men said, no, I don't want you to believe I hate my mama. I don't want you to believe that I'm a shuffling, dancing, tap dancing and uh, shuffling Uncle Tom. You know, a lot of guys are are uh, protective of their image that way. I'm not. You could call me a whole bunch of Uncle Toms. All right. I love it. I love it. I'm like, hell yeah. Me? Me? Please. Yes. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? It's a compliment to me when you call me one. I'm like, that's the biggest compliment you can ever pay to me. If you see me and you call me that, you know what time it is. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. But on the other side here, with she's trying to insinuate, watch, she's then going to use the, she's, she, wait a minute, what did she just say? It, she she did the two uh, Uncle Tom comments. So, you minute. know, the fact that he uh, killed over real Oh, that's despicable. <laughs> wait a minute, can you guys see this? Hold on for a second. You see the body language on her killed over? I didn't even make a comment like that. I would never do that. So, you Maybe know, the I fact would. that he uh, killed over real quick. And that's disgusting. Killed over. <laughs> he killed over. You didn't know that's what he did. That's despicable. And was uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Uh, okay. So, so again, she took strikes at his sexuality and the nationality of the women. What are we doing? Why are you taking? He was supposedly with a woman. So there was rumors out there that the person could have been uh, trans, right? And so that's why she said supposedly with a woman. So she takes a swipe then. So she kills over, takes a swipe at supposedly with a woman. And then the fact that the woman was not black woman. With a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Why is that? I feel bad for y'all, man. I feel bad for the brothers in the community. I have some really cool brothers um, that went to uh, black colleges and in the South. Um, I feel bad for you because they really love black women. You know what I mean? Like I, when I talk to them and they would see me with Kaylee's and they would be like, you know, like they one time came out with me. They was like, man, we want to come out with you, you know, because you be out there. You the Kaylee, you the Kaylee hunter. <laughs> and so. I literally was like, come on out. And they couldn't do it. They was like, man, we can't do this, bro. We need us a black sister. I need a black queen, the black and the berry. They can't do it. They couldn't do it. They it not, it not the um, any, any amount of attention. They couldn't do it. 
So in this mindset, I know there's a lot of guys in Alabama, in Florida, Tallahassee, in Georgia, a lot of guys that went to FAMU. Shout out to all the black, historically black colleges. I actually coached that one. Shout out to them at Southern U, Graham. All right, shout out to everybody at Howard. Shout out to everybody at Alabama State, Alabama A&M, Tuskegee. Shout out to everybody out there, man. Prayer View, Prayer View A&M. Shout out to everybody at Texas Southern. All right. And I know y'all need to, North Carolina Central, all of y'all, Tennessee State, represent. Shout out to all the frats. Um, South Carolina State and all of them. Hey, man, they want sisters. They don't, you know, every now and then, they all the people at Clark and, is Clark still around? I think they did. I know a lot of you guys, Y'all used to sneak over to Auburn and mess with the white girls and y'all would come back to Atlanta. I know how y'all do. Because Auburn's right across the damn border. So the brothers act like they like sisters and then they go over there and they go over there to Georgia State and um, they go over there to not Georgia State. What's the other one? There's another school, uh, Kennesaw State and sneak over there with the white girls and go to Auburn, sneak over there with the white girls. I know y'all her view. And uh, but they want sisters and they want the best. And this is what they get. This is the type of stuff they get. And it's sad, man. It's super sad. And I feel bad for these brothers because this is the best you can get. Yeah, they sneak over to Georgia Tech. <laughs> you know how they do. I know how y'all do. I know all the shenanigans, man. I've been around this country, man. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, she didn't mean that. And this is her cohorts of uh, ageism right here. Look at these women. These man. these women were once the top women, selected women, 40 years ago. 40, maybe 35 years ago. These, these women 35 years ago were hot. They were so hot, Young Thug and Gunna made a song about them. No, they didn't. But Young Thug and Gunner are not coming out of jail either, by the way. Uh, but these women were the top women 35 years ago. 35, gentlemen. And look at them now. How dare you? Yeah, back in 1993, much more by Ice Cube coming with the half ounce. Not just need deep Jeep full of small atomic. Dog. Hey, shout out to uh, who are these people, man? Claudia Jordan, Vivica A. Fox, Lisa Ray, and Selena Johnson's got her face covered up by this image of Kevin right here. Lisa Ray. Hey, man, light-skinned women, bro. What happened? That melanin is a gift. It's a gift to God because black don't crack. But Jasmine Guy and Lisa Bonet, boy, when y'all was young, woo! But that lack of melanin catches up. They be looking like, oh, okay, I can't. Can I disrespect them? Can I disrespect them? They disrespected your boy. Her face look upside down. I can't tell. All right, here we go. Oh, man. Somebody says Lisa Ray got a OnlyFans. Ay, ay, ay. Unbelievable. But, guys, I, I feel bad for you. If you are a lover of sisters, you know, because I know a lot of you brothers, you got, you got to get you one. How do you deal with this current bitterness between the man and the woman there's a way that we can solve this 
there's a way that we can solve this. I actually have a solution for the community. I actually have a solution. I don't know if you guys want to hear it. Do you guys want to hear it? Do you guys want to hear my solution for the community? I mean, it's literally, you guys would have, I mean, this would actually, this would actually solve a lot of problems. <laughs> this would solve a lot of problems. But um, if, if, if we did it, it actually would ha actually help out 100%. I, I would never be invited to the Communitas meeting on this because this would be a sticky sore point. Press one in the chat room if <laughs> somebody said, leave me alone. Press one in the chat room if you want to hear Coach Greg Adams's, <laughs> yeah, angry man style. If you want to hear Coach Greg Adams's solution to the community. Yes, we hear it. So it seems like it seems, oh, two if you don't, two if you don't going to be a little bit controversial though but it's a way to correct things it's a way to correct things i don't know if you guys want to do it it's going to take about 25 years to correct so i'm going to tell you now it's not going to help you now it's going to take 25 years to correct okay it'll take 25 years to correct but it's very radical and it is the it is the problem that's going on right now so here it is. I would take every single daughter and have them have no chance of being raised by their mother. Like you cannot you cannot have the mother raise the daughter. That would be the solution. And you do that for at least a generation or two. The daughter cannot be raised by the mother. Now, there's there's a lot to go into this. I know people are going to wonder, like, what, 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 what? So men, now, again, this is going to put onus on the men. Because now as men, if you're out here pro, procreating, you got to raise your daughter. You can't, you can't abstain. If you abstain, you get the, I don't know, man, we can get radical with this. I think we have to get radical. If you don't step up and raise your daughter, there's a penalty to pay. We're not going to have you, you're not going to have you people out here not raising your kids out here ho-hopping. So gentlemen, gentlemen, let's step up. Somebody says it's too late. And the reason why I say this, the reason why I say this, that this has got to be, oh, did Jap cover this too? I haven't watched Minister Jap, so just so you know, I'm not stealing from him. All right, I'm not stealing from him. I haven't watched him on this one. So just so you know, I love Minister Jap. That's my brother. So if this is similar, I, I promise you I haven't heard this. But the reason why you would do this is you would, you would prevent the sabotage that typically happens where the women exclusively raise the daughters and then becomes competitors of the daughter. Or sometimes the daughter's young and she sees multiple men in here in, in the in the mom's life where there's no stability. I mean, because the relationships are fractured. So a daughter can grow up, and many times a man might target the mom to get closer to the daughter. That I mean, there's a story I just read about that. 
And then the daughter is already harmed and violated by the time she's 12 and 13. And all times because the mom brought some guy into the house because she was still trying to keep a toe in the street and providing a bad example. And then what tends to happen is the daughter starts developing, right? She starts developing. And sometimes there's an over overburden of love and love bombing of the daughter, or there's a steep hate competition as the daughter starts to develop. And then the boys are looking at the, the daughter, right? And she, you know, if the mom's still going, Hey girl, you grown, but I'm going to be out in these streets, take care of these little kids, or you do what you need to do. And the daughter runs in the streets and become a statistic. Or the daughter's, uh, the, the, the daughter starts drawing the eye of the men, the older men in the community, right? The older men start looking at the daughter or the older men start giving the mother attention and then looking at the daughter. The daughter starts to look at this attention as not, there's no such thing as negative attention with women. So a young girl, as she's getting attention from a guy, might say, hey, and start walking around the house in booty shorts. This is all, this is stuff that happens and it causes a rift between the mom and the daughter. I have a video on that if you guys want to see it. And then the mama, remember, there was a video I showed you and the, the mom was going off on the daughter and saying that the daughter was trying to take the mom's man. And they was arguing and she wanted to kick her out of the house. I see you walking around with your booty shorts and your no bra and your tank top. Somebody says crazy minister Jeff said this too, man, I'm telling you, this is, this is literally what's, I think you have to for a generation or two men be in charge of raising the daughters just for a generation or two. And then let's see if that corrects the problem because eventually the daughter starts to take on the demeanor of the mom, which is not always negative, but, you know, the demeanors that I showed you that Vivica A. Fox was displaying. And, you know, somewhere around Artesia, Inglewood, Hawthorne, around Lawndale somewhere, these women think that they're actually doing things in life. And unfortunately, they're, they're, they're not really giving that person what she needs. Not all, but, but many. And the daughter says, I'm grown now. And I and then she goes out and then makes the same silly mistakes that mama made. Yeah, man. So that's my radical solution for the community. Pot potentially, if the young daughter can see the, the man in her life in a respectful light, and she has to respect that man, and there could be no interference because what happens is the dad tries to lay down the law and then the mom comes in and interferes with that. And because the mom wants to use her, and the moms tend to want their children to always be around. So they're codependent. They have a codependent relationship. So the, the mom will say, you don't have to do what daddy's doing. He's putting too many rules and restrictions on you. Baby, come over here. I'll love you. Baby, come back. And then, uh, yeah, Linwood. <laughs> okay. And so then they remove the man. And then there's a lot of, there's six years of between 16 and 24. It's a disaster. It's a shit show. Now, by that age, it is not, it's going to be tough to recover from that age. So my solution, if you guys ever invited me, somebody says, that's truly sincere coach. Wow. I'm literally, I know, uh, shout out to Rolando G. I know people think that I'm trying to just always be mean, but I'm telling you, I read human behavior very well. My name translated is the watcher. My name definitely, def, uh, my name, my name, 
my name translates to the watcher. That means I watch people and I really can do a good job of going, hmm, yeah, oh my God. Human behavior is very much observable. And we do a lot of the same things over and over again and do the same, and we we, we get the same dumb prizes over and over and over again. And some people never learn. Now, I really don't care, just so you know. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't have any skin in the game in the results. Because eventually, them results going to come my way. Are you going to go my way? Because eventually, I'll say, well, if you want to keep messing up, guess what's going to happen? And then I'm going to be in the back talking about sister, so you must be my sister, so you must be my <laughs> You my sister soul. Hey, brown sugar. Brown sugar, babe. I don't know how to behave. Come get some of my brown sugar. Sugar. You want some of my brown sugar? Sugar. I'll be sitting over there. Sister, you been on, on my mind. I'll be at the junior college. Hey, bring them girls over there. Them girls need biology books. Come on, ladies. It's going to be a party over here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Yeah, man, hey, sister, bring it on over here, ladies. Hey, I don't care. Hey, if y'all don't want to solve the problem, it's all good on me. I win. I got money. I win. <laughs> and I know y'all don't want, y'all know, y'all think I don't be messing with sisters, but I do when they young. Legal, though. They got to be legal. So if y'all want to keep fumbling all of this, <laughs> y'all want to keep fumbling the bag, go ahead. I don't care. That's just more for me. But if y'all want to correct this stuff, we can get serious, too. I can be serious. I win. I got money. And I'm going to tell you, man, um, if you don't know what's going on in the community when it comes to your, your daughters and your nieces, your... I can pull families together right now, and, it, you know, if I wanted to snitch, your daughters and your nieces and your cousins and some of y'all sisters are out here in these streets. They are in these streets, bro. It is unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm sitting there like, not my sister, not my daughter. Not me. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Yes, your daughters. Yes, your nieces. Yes, your cousins. They out here at the coach's house. Hey, sucking dick for a set. Sucking dick for a set. Sucking dick for a set. So, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Is it going to be you or me? <laughs> what's it going to be? Y'all can do whatever y'all want. And by the time 
by the time these girls turn 35 and 40 and they hear Kevin tell them they leftovers, they mad. <laughs> they mad as hell. It ain't going to be mad. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy out here. Let's get to all of these super chats and whatnot. Appreciate y'all. You got to let your voice be heard on CGA Live. Dollar sign CGA Live. Somebody says, which one of those girls is my favorite? I'm pretty sure you can predict. I got a favorite in there. I know she does have a tattoo that is exposed later, which is somewhat disappointing. But you know I go foldable. When in doubt, foldable when it is. It's got to be foldable. All right, shout out to uh, where are we at here? Let's get these cash out. No, 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 no. I'm supposed to be on PayPal. I'm supposed to be on PayPal. I hope I'm not sharing my screen. Y'all got my whole damn power. <laughs> Somebody said, stop telling on me. You already know. You already know what's going on, man. When in doubt, fold it out. That's how I, that's my philosophy. You know, because at some particular point, I'll go back to the thickums. I'll go back to the thickums. You know, I like them naturally thickums. But right now, my my mold is foldable and flatbacked it. <laughs> Where are we at, man? Hey, we're having fun here. Shout out to who is this? Let's not use your government name because I know it's a different name. Who is this? Rockaway Bob. Shout out to you and Rockaway New York and Rockaway Rob from New York City. At one point, did you realize the impact you had on men in the world? Shout out to the Latinos for CGA. Um, I, Man, I tell you, man, as much fun as we have over here and as much we, as we deal with all of the censorship, um, uh, the, the impact is that the, the thing that I always warn you about is do not take this time for granted. Men, this is the first time that we've had the ability as men to coach other men without people interfering. You know, the society world, the clergymen and all of these people trying to lead you down into temptation and not deliver your ass from evil. And so what's happening is a lot of times when we had sons, we had our, the mothers of our sons interfere. Uh, we've had our ex-wives and baby mamas interfere. We've had our mothers interfere when our dads try to raise us. Right. And so now is the first time where men can openly express things and men are looking for these solutions. This is what the world discounts. So when men start saying, man, you changed my life. Uh, I, I thought, remember that I did a call-in show and the guy said, I was going to delete myself, but you and your message saved me. See, this is what the world does not want to admit. Men like ourselves have saved men and given men an outlet when the world just told them, pick another girl and try again and keep trying the same failed philosophy that are gonna is gonna get you in trouble. And so when I released to the world the free agent lifestyle, and I said, man, guys, be free. Yeah, we used to have barbershop talk and locker room talk, and they got rid of all of that. That I want to be in the bar. Remember the woman walks through the barbershop? I want to be here. She got her nappy-headed uh son sitting in there, and she ruins the whole vibe by Trent, you know, bouncing her all in there. She comes in there half naked, and you're like, man, why are you sitting here? Now we can't talk, but now we can talk for the first time in 70 years. Men before us in the last three generations, and shout out to the baby boomers who took the L. They folded up like a cheap suit, okay? Um, and they became the first men to say, shh, don't talk like this around the women. If the women find out, we'll be in the doghouse and be sleeping on the couch. That's when I found out I had an impact in men because I said, I used to talk like this before there was YouTube, and people used to think I was crazy. They People still think I'm crazy, but... I used to talk like this when I was in my 20s before I even got married. People were like, what are you talking about? And you know who said that? Women. 
you're crazy. What are you talking about? You're dumb. You're not like these other guys. Other guys aren't like you. Only to find out. Now that we got the microphone for the first time and we didn't set Oprah Winfrey down, now we can talk. And guess what? Men are listening. That's where the problem is. You guys left this gap open because you left these men out here hanging, right? You left these men out here hanging. And you left them out here to try to say, okay, um, we ain't we ain't thinking about you, but we'll need you later when we need you. When you do good, do good in life, we'll get ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel, and then we'll come back for you to rescue and clean it up. And that's you. So when we start telling men, don't do not be the cleanup guy. Go live your life. It changed everything. So that's when I knew I made an impact when people start saying, I changed their life, you know, and I just come here to give my particular point of view. Seems that hundreds of thousands of people do follow this. I know people are like, what are you talking about? You only got 69,000 subscribers. Well, you know, if you don't do your homework, you don't do your homework. I can't, I can't help you with that. But this message goes across. Hundreds of thousands of people listen to my podcast each week. Okay. Hundreds, millions of views. Millions of people have seen me. Celebrities follow me on Instagram. Blue check marks. Okay. It's, an, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. And let me tell you, I'm not going to stop. I don't care what you throw in front of me. All right. I got all the bling. You know, I'm not a very flashy guy. You know what I mean? I don't need bling. And I got me a nice car and I got a nice place to live. And all that but it's all good you can be mad but the problem is you got uh other men that are gonna follow you take one down there's gonna be another one this message is too big and there ain't nothing you can do y'all better go make all these dudes simps again shout out to eddie is it deadly eddie or eddie it's just eddie he says drop it by to support show support since i missed the blue chip mindset stream today due to a busy workload appreciate you for being here on the paypal Thank you for the contribution. Let me, uh, yeah, we got another one. Oh, we got a couple. Well, yeah, we got another one. We're not saying government names over there on PayPal. Appreciate you. It's the Midnight Marauder in here. He says, I agree with your solution for the community. Accountability is key. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all on that one. Community subjects are very sensitive. I notice I get into the most trouble when I talk about the community. And there's, I have a very diverse audience. Sometimes they're like, coach, man, we don't want to hear about the community. Because we face these same issues, too. So I get it, man. A lot of dudes are tired of me talking about the community. they like, man, leave them alone. And to be honest, I didn't left y'all alone a long time ago. I'm out. But don't say I didn't help. <laughs> right? Don't say I didn't try. Because I know I know a lot of men are really affected by this. They're, they're very hurt. You guys hurt these men out here. Because they want a sister. They want a sister that they can't resist her. And red beans and rice didn't miss her. Mm, shout out to that. What song is that from? I need a sister. Can't resist her. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. What song is that? Is that Sir Mix-a-Lot? <laughs> I think it's Sir Mix-a-Lot. We do have some people over here on the cash app. Dollar sign CGA Live. Mr. Jackson is in the here. Mr. M. Jackson. We're trying not to say government names hey mr jason webb says wanted to hear your lesson on lesson on karma coach oh i have a lesson on karma i, I talked about it yesterday so i won't talk about it today all right 
I'm in Vegas the 26th to the 28th Memorial Weekend. Oh boy, I got money. that's from our man, Mr. Thomas Thomas Thomaston. But we used to call him Cartier. I think we used to call you Cartier Thomaston, right? I believe so. Shout out to you. Uh, who is this? Mr. Elmore says support to the message. Peace, coach. Ladies, what you guys should do, because a lot of men are like, hey, man, we need to support these guys. What y'all should do is like just start agreeing. You know what I mean? Like, don't fight it. <laughs> y'all be trying to fight the message. Um, Man, I wanted to show this other video, but I don't know if I have time about this woman that was basically breaking down. The, she was breaking this down. And the idea that people that say they're independent is foolish. Um, uh, I don't believe in strong and independent at all. You know why? Because men aren't strong and independent. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like the majority of men aren't. There's no way you are. So let's just stop that for a second. But there's that more of that problematic where you'll never bridge the gap. As long as somebody can claim they're strong and independent. And then the other person says, well, don't you need us for anything? I don't need no... That's a bridge. That's a gap. Y'all better bridge. Because there's no such thing. I know you foodie called dinner dating ass. Sugar daddy, sugar baby. Ass. I know y'all only. I know it. it. You're getting support from men. There's no way you're not. I don't even want to have the argument. It's so damn stupid. It's, it's juvenile. It's juvenile to even say it. Much less believe it. But most people have to understand that is a facade, and they know it's a facade. But the problem is we can't even get past the facade of people. It's literally juvenile to, to even suggest it because I can't even say I'm strong and independent. And I've been self-employed for 10 years. I know y'all going to get a pay. You show up to work, there you're not independent. A man signs your paycheck, you're not independent. A man takes you on a date and pays for it, you're not independent. You got a sugar daddy, you're not independent. You're on OnlyFans, you're not independent. You get a welfare check, a baby child support check, you get a check at alimony, you're not. I mean, it's so silly. I mean, and that's, that encompasses 95% of women and a good percentage of men. So where do we stand here? I mean, it's it's. I mean, I tell you, you guys put up with so much foolishness, I don't get it. I literally be like, man, why do you even talk to these people? <laughs> why do you even talk to them? And y'all argue with them. Do you see them like Kevin Samuels and y'all be arguing with them? I see some of these content creators going back and forth arguing. I'm like, why are you even talking to them? That's like me going to middle school, standing outside the fence and arguing with the kids. That's what y'all arguments and debates sound like. You know those debates? You ever see them? They on YouTube looking like this right here. Hey, man. Hey, what I need to say? Hey, man, don't cut me off. Hey, hey, let me get my. And it's like 18 boxes. It's 18 boxes. Hey, man, I just want to speak my point, man. I'm a content creator. I got 143 followers. And uh, I want to say, hey, man, hey, let's go. Why are y'all over talk? I can't. Hey, what I want to say. And why does the, the sister don't listen? Hey, sister, why are you cutting me off? Don't cut me off. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I click off them videos. As soon as I see all them boxes click, I can't even watch it, much less listen to it. Y'all sound like y'all in the junior high school playground. 
All right, go back to the damn sandbox. None of y'all making sense to each other. None of you guys are respecting each other. The women that are there for the attention, all right, so they gaslight the hell out of you. No logical conversation, no agreement is going to be had. No one's going to come to the agreement. You're not going to bridge the gap. Can y'all figure out another way to make some content? Some of you guys I like, too. I'll be like, I like y'all. Then I come up onto a video. Hey, man, I want to get my point across right now. I'm here, man. I'll talk. I'm going to hide behind this camera, though. Hey, man, you see my voice? Mo you see my voice moving right here? I'm like, some of y'all need to get some lights and some cameras, a webcam or something. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> What's going on with my stream? Why they delaying me, man? Y'all wasting your time. You wasted, but look, maybe you got 400 views. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's bad. It's bad YouTube. That's what it sounds like to me. It's bad YouTube. Like how 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 to not do YouTube? That would be one re, way number one. Eighteen people talking for four hours. <laughs> oh man! So shout out to everybody, man. I know. At least you want to see your face. Can I see some of y'all faces? Oh, they don't want to get doxxed? Okay. It's the ashiest side of YouTube. Somebody said it was ashy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Shout out to uh, Mr. Thompson, R. Thompson in the building. I know I'm doing half government names. He says, keep shuffling, coach. And he gave me $3.04, also known as 304. Warhammer says, for all you do, sir, free CGA, free CGA. Do I need to give a YouTube clinic? I don't know. I don't know. People, they don't want to listen to me. They never even, they never invite me to them. No, they, because they already know I'm not coming. No, I don't, I ain't coming. <laughs> All right. He says, for the GOAT in the building, C-Square, thank you, sir. We got a couple more in here, then we'll get on with the rest of the second part. Mr. Thomas Dunn says, when Vivica passes, I guess that's karma, too. How do you diss a person who dies? Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I have to search deep into my soul and say, have I ever dissed a person who died? I don't think so. I mean, I probably have. I, I don't know. Have I celebrated them? Have I said, you deserve to die? Man, death is permanent. Death is not a game. Death is not a game. I mean, I feel bad. Like a guy dies or a girl. I'm like, man, that is just a whew. So even if I don't agree with them, I got to be like, you know, this person ain't coming back. <laughs> Do y'all know? Like this person literally dead. Even though, even though every one of us are going to die. But, like, death is permanent, man. It is a real thing. And especially if you die, you know, and it's not your time to go, and you did, you, you're going early, and you're going, yeah, these women, they keep killed over. Oh, man, you got to be a low of the low. You got to let people rest. But I know a lot of people don't agree with that. They're like, hey, we could talk about you. Look, let talk about the person when they're here. 
if you got smoke for them, talk about them when they're here. He said, sometimes death is kind of funny. I can't disagree with that. And in this situation, I'm sure we can somehow with time laugh at maybe the circumstance and go, well, that kind of was interesting. You know, like if we said, like if we said Kevin was on his last couple of strokes, you know what I mean? Like if we let a couple of time and weeks pass, we could kind of make a story and be like, maybe this is too soon. But if we just imagine a scenario and it was like, you know, I'm going to get the five stroke special in by any means necessary. And, you know, he held on to the he held on to them hips and he dipped and he dipped and he dipped. He was like, I'll put them hands up on them hips. When I dip, you dip, we dip, you know, and then. Maybe in a couple of weeks, we can have that space, but it's not time now. There's no time for that. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to, this is a time to heal. But like you said, it's too early. Now, now people are going to be mad at me. But I didn't say the joke. I said, this could be the joke. This could be the joke. I didn't make the joke. It's not now. We're not ready for that. We still are recovering. But I'm just telling you, if this was me, I would let you guys say that joke. If I died in between some thick thighs, have at it. Hey, if I die between a thick pair of thighs, Y'all can tell whatever joke you want. Just don't diss me, but you can tell all kind of jokes. All right, because that's the way. If I'm going to choose to go out, there's 600,000 ways to go. If I'm going out between at the junior college and the girl runs off with a fistful of 20s and she was like, and he went, he came and he went. Y'all can have at it. All right, go in and tell all the jokes. Right, because I'm going to love I'm probably going to love going out that way. I probably would say, damn, this sucks. But if there's any way I want to go out, this is the way. But now I just brought that on to myself. So every time now I'm going to be thinking about it. All right. Last one. Deadly Ellie says the 24 hour stream. Call it chocolate. Truman show. Hashtag Jim Carrey. All right. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. He came and he went. He came out. Hey, he went out the same way he came in. You can't blame me for that. My first breath and my last breath, same position. Mm. There's some soul snatchers out here. They snatch your soul. All right, so let me see here. What time do we got? 620-something? Yeah, we got a little bit of time. Let's go to our homeboy, Dr. John. Shout out to Dr. John, who doesn't let us use his content. And so now we have to play a video, okay? We have to play a video, but actually we can't play the video. We have to play the audio. We have to play the audio. So let's go ahead and pull up Dr. John Deloney. This subject is going to be the bored housewife who does the, who, who I'm telling you with the marriage guys, I tell you how marriage works. I can predict just about every marriage with a certainty of how it's going to end up. All right. Now, some of you guys will stay married and think you're winning. But uh, the re- the reality is many people go into marriages and they have a false idea of what it is. And then uh, women are very hopeful and optimistic. Men are cautious. And so that 
that that that leading that leads in is going to be a disaster when uh the moment of truth meets the 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 uh, perfect time right uh the moment of truth and there's another phrase that i used to use there oh it's called the moment of truth meets the point of no return so this is how i teach it the moment of truth meets the point of no return so when people discover where they actually are in their marriage and uh it's going to meet a point where there's no point. There's a point of no return. You can't go back or can't go forward. So you have to decide what to do. Many people come up with goofy things like let's have an open marriage. And many times a woman would say, let's have an open marriage. And the man will agree to it because he thinks now he's going to get free. free he's going to get free, free peace leave, right? He could get peace leave outside his marriage, but a woman's only doing it because she has a man bending her ear. So there's a man that she's, you know, hotter for she's hot for. She's wetter than the Niagara Falls. So she wants to, she wants to, that, that this kind of emotional affair has been carrying on so long that she's already crossed the line in many ways. So the way she can mitigate that is to open the marriage up. But there's a trap. And this woman's going to reveal the trap. All right. So open, my philosophy over here is open marriages are dumb. It doesn't favor the man. It favors the woman every time, even if you got some peace leave out of it. Watch it. Let's watch. Or listen. Oh, I can't play that part. That's how they know it's them. All right, let's go to Ophelia in Asheville, North Carolina. What's up, Ophelia? Hi. How we doing? Ophelia? Whoa, my gosh. And Asheville, North Carolina. Holy moly. All right, there's a lot going on there. By the way, North Carolina does have, if I'm not mistaken, a law on the books. They're not a 100% no-fault state, but they are a state that when if a person has an affair – you can actually sue them for alienation of affection, if I'm not mistaken. So you got to be careful in North Carolina. Oh, you know, hanging in there. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, man. So what's going on? Um, so I am calling to see how to reconnect with my husband after I broke up with my boyfriend. This will be good. Go ahead. Hold on. I got to play that again. Hold up. Listen to this again. You know she flatbacked it. So what's going on? Um, so I am calling to see how to reconnect with my husband after I broke up with my boyfriend. <sighs> Yikes. This can't be serious, bro. You can't be serious. What? Let's continue. This will be good. Go ahead. Fill me in. Yeah. So, I don't know, blame COVID or deployments or that my A score of six. I don't know. Be No, blame you. Blame you. Blame you. We're not going to blame deployment and COVID. She obviously married a military man. This is very common in military marriages, by the way. No, she want to blame everybody. Blame yourself. Had marriage problems, and we thought the way to fix it was to go to polyamory and <laughs> try to fill it in with other people who were more emotionally connected. And that obviously ended in a great big ball of burning fire. Yeah. So, tell me about. Yeah. So first, tell me about how y'all came to that conclusion. Who came to who? Exactly. She said we. And so Dr. John's going to ask who came to the conclusion. 
So I came to him. I was presented with the offer from a mutual friend of ours and because I was talking to him about our problems. and <laughs> There you go right there. Yep, she started talking. This is why I always, if if your wife is talking outside of the home about your problems in your marriage, even if it's to her female friends or her families, um, these people have no precedent over your marriage. They're not the referee. That That's going to be, that's her sabotaging the relationship. Eventually, it's going to get to the point where she says nothing positive about the marriage and she always shares the negatives. And then when people say, well, your husband's no good, she's going to say, yeah, he's good. He does good. And they're going to say, well, you only tell us about the bad stuff. You can't blame him. You only tell us when he's an asshole. And he go, maybe I do. Yes, you do. So she started telling the other friend that she obviously had an attraction to about what was going on. And he said, baby, I'm going to clap them cheeks. All right. Just go tell your husband to let me be yours. Baby, I'm yours. If you want me. He was he like, I'll sleep that. with you. <laughs> exactly. Basically, yeah, I'll sleep with you. I'll be your emotional connection. I, you know, that will be great for all of us. I'll take one for the team, either. Ophelia. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, hey, yes. what a great guy. Um, Fantastic. Man, a lot of people in the world that would have just not done that. And, but man, <laughs> wow. Now she's laughing. Now, this is where I tell you, men, how important marriage is. Imagine, imagine you get married and all she has to do is bring you that peace leave just to you. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Now, the one thing that she had to bring, she then passed it off to somebody else. And now she's no longer yours. She's no, she's no longer yours to have and to hold. No more. She's being had and held by another man. So again, this follows the pattern. She now wants an open marriage after she has one in the bag. So she has a guy that she can say, I'm going to open marriage and then jump right in and get in her insides, push to her esophagus. Where when the, the, the guy is going to have to say, okay, um, open marriage. Okay, hon. Yeah. Um, how do I find women? Um, how do I, how do I tell other women not have an open marriage? She's not going to care. What's going to happen is she's not going to care. Her feet are going to be pointed to the sky, her knees to her ears. It's a setup. She already got what she needs. She getting stuffed. And, and he's now going to say, mm, okay, um, where do I start? Uh, he's already behind the eight ball. Oh, you sit down with your husband and you're like, so I've got an offer for you. How'd that go? Um, at first he's like, I don't understand why. And then he's like, yep. Well, I can have someone as well, so we might as well just try it. And then it was about six months of, like, lust, puppy love, happiness of, yeah, I can have attention when oh. my husband's not giving me any. And then oh. it ended up being that the person treated me, like, terribly. And then... <laughs> so he had the great deal, the guy that was beating up the wife's piece leave. He had a great deal. He basically was getting it on the side for free with the husband's permission. And he got to go home and kick you to the curb. So obviously he's he respects you, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, he respects you. I'm not happy. And now he treated you like a Chad. He kicked you in the booty crack when you was walking out the door. And then now you feeling bad. You're treating me bad. He's like, skeezer, what are you talking about? You are nobody to me. Okay. And now because she got treated like dirt, she want to run back. 
to the husband. L. This is a fat L. Now, guess what she wants to do? Now, the husband out here at the junior college clapping cheats, he's going, hell yeah, I got the deal of a lifetime. I don't have to bang my wife no more. I can be up at the junior college. This is great. Let's keep it going. Now he wants to keep the party going. But guess what? Guess who's going to ruin the fun? The one who started it. Oh, boy. Broke it off. And now we're trying to just kind of stand here in the ashes. Like, well, now what do we do? Did your husband date anybody? Yeah, he did. And she probably was fine and young. She probably was fine as hell and probably young. And she probably got a reality check. And that's what happened. She said, you can go in and get you something. I got me a Chad in the bag. And then he showed up. He showed up with Kaylee. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. You know what happened? He started doing push-ups like in American Beauty. You know what happened? He started looking at the cheerleaders. You know what happened? He started living the good life. He started being a pimp and a Mac out here. You know what happened? He started going to Vegas. He started winning in life, and she said, wait a minute. I'm the one taking the L here. This dude out here, my husband out here winning. The Chad is winning, and I'm losing. So now she got to bust up the fun. Boy, this is depressing. And uh, how does that sit with you? At the time, I didn't care. Uh -huh. I was just happy that we could all be doing this like amicable adults like quotation marks around that mm -hmm. and then now I don't like it as much now that I'm realizing I still want to be with my husband mm -hmm. and <laughs> I'm not happy <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> wait you still want to be with your husband why because Chad kicked you in the booty and he out here having fun he out here squeezing off on junior college girls. Now you want to come in. <laughs> want to fix all the things that are broken in our relationship? No, no, no. So what is broken in your relationship? Nope. Um, it's more of the lack of emotional connection. We got married at 18 and oh, didn't know who we were or what was happening. And I had a bunch of childhood trauma that I've been in therapy now for two years, finally working through. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm getting healthier, I want to actually turn around and like fix some issues in that relationship. Oh, here we go. Right on time. Oh, I had childhood trauma. My mama died. My daddy kicked the bucket. I had depression, anxiety, stress, mental breakdown, disorder. I had took steroids, progesterone, testosterone, testosterone, progesterone, prednisone. And now here he comes, the little violin and the piano. Oh, what does this have to do with you sabotaging? What does this have to do with you sabotaging your marriage for being selfish? You got caught. You got caught with your hand in the cookie jar and you didn't think your husband, you thought your husband was no good and you thought you could do better. And he went out there and he did better than you and you can't take it. Let's go ahead and listen again. So what is broken in your relationship? Um, it's more of the lack of emotional connection. We got married at 18 and didn't know who we were or what was happening. And I had a bunch of childhood trauma that I've been in therapy now for two years, finally working through. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm 
getting healthier, I want to actually turn around and like fix the issues in my relationship rather than just being in survival mode. Mm. This is why I tell you to not date people when they're in therapy. They're, they're trying to fix themselves. That means they're broken. And then they're going to mess your relationship up. If they're in therapy, run. Don't do it. I've been telling you that for years. That's a sign that they're not relationship ready. If they're in therapy and they want to divorce you, divorce their ass. They need to be fixed and get well. I'm not a rest haven for people with issues in their past relationships and their past traumas and they're medicated, over-medicated, under-medicated. Um, they're trying to get, get well and healthy and they've been victims of domestic violation. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a rest haven. I'm not a hospital. I'm none of those things. I want a, I want peace and quiet. And if you're bringing in chaos, if you're bringing in chaos, you cannot be a part of my life. And how's your husband doing? Um, you know, he's just there. He's, you know what his husband's doing? That's what he's doing. He's happy. He started therapy finally. He's more so than just that. there, Ophelia. Like, like, <laughs> like, how's he doing? Because uh, he watched, um, here's the thing. He watched his wife come and say, listen, you're not meeting this need for me. I think I found a, like this really giving kind guy said he would be happy to step in and have none of the emotional support and all of the sexual intimacy support. Again, great guy, world-class. And, <laughs> um, and then he watched you go off and, and basically fall in love with somebody. Yeah. And yeah. Yep, yep. he hung around at home. How's he doing now? Um, he hasn't actually talked about it really. I mean, he said that he was okay with it when it was happening. And I was very honest about all of these feelings and emotions. And anytime he wanted details about like weekends we spent together or something, I would tell him and he hasn't said anything. I, he had the he had the junior college, bro. And he ready to divorce you at any, it, he's done with you. He ain't coming back off that. He's not going back to the plantation. He's good. He's in younger, good, attractive women. He don't want to go back to you. He just going to go ahead and play it out for the family. And you open that can of worms. He like, man, I don't care about you. Unless they say I've asked, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was giving my question. Does he have permission to speak into that? Or two, permission. I'm just trying to roll through that in my mind and like sitting down with my wife and having that conversation. And I imagine everything would be so compressed. I would, I think my body would take over at that point and just numb me out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that'd be the only way yep. to get through the day. What are you talking um, about? What are you talking about? So here's about? my belief is oh, that. Uh, hmm. Give me, give me a, let me, but before I... he don't have nothing for this, he has nothing. What you need to say, Dr. John is Everybody plays the fool sometimes. No exceptions to the rule. It may be crazy, it may be cool, but everybody plays the fool. He should just go ahead and say, you took that L. Take that L. He ain't got nothing for this. My beliefs. Um, give me a... Blue pill malfunction. 
Describe to me what you felt with this new person what? in month one. Oh my god. Um, like I was happy that I was getting attention and that somebody was underneath that. There it is, attention, guys. It all boils down to attention. That's their currency. Money's not their currency. That that's just another part of the how they get paid. Attention is the currency. Like, um. I mean, there was shame, honestly, underneath it. Underneath that. I'm not looking for negative things. I'm, um, okay. Like, what did you feel? I mean, I didn't eat for two weeks, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, no. The most common word that we hear in this, in this world, when somebody cheats on somebody, when somebody um, even has, like, agreed non-monogamy for a season, the word most common heard is the word alive. I felt yeah. alive again. Yeah. And it feels so, it's just like cocaine. It's fireworks. It's cotton candy. It's the greatest feeling after feeling, quote unquote, not alive for so long. This is why people should not get married. This is why, this is why people should not get married. This is what marriage is. But people don't get it. You guys think, oh, not us. And we'll do this. And we have sex six times a day. No, 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 dude. You're going to dry up. You're going to have dry spells. You're going to get tired of seeing the other person. You're going to actually get tired of seeing the other person naked. You, everyone, things going to become predictable. Kids are going to interfere in your connection. You're going to be separated. But that's that's what marriage is. No, no, it can be better. No, that's what marriage is. And people need to know that that's what it is. Because then when you know, then you know going in. Now you're not surprised. And then, oh, well, I just wanted attention. You knew that was going to come about. And people aren't honest about marriage. It's going to, it's going to happen. And you better have a plan for it. And you better have a plan where you look at each other. Okay, when we go through the seven-year itch, when we go through the dry spell, when the kids interfere in our sexual life and our connection, when we have no date nights, when I'm no longer giving you attention, when you're just more focused on the kids than, I, than me as a husband. What do we do? But no, y'all think it's not going to happen. And then it happens. And then I'm not happy. <laughs> you shouldn't get married because people have a false sense of how marriage works. And don't listen to these people that say, not me. They're the exception to the rule. And they're lying to you. But that that's neither here or there. I don't think this had. Your marriage is for the children, not you. You had your day. Once you start having children, the marriage is for the children. It is not for you. And that's where people lose sight. If you want to fornicate, if you want to fornicate, do not get married. If you want to be out here fornicating or you know it's going to come up, if you want to be cheating, don't get married. It's simple. Anything to do with this other guy at all. They could have everything to do with you. And for some reason in the relationship you are currently in, your marriage, You've chosen death. And then for some reason, you chose life with somebody who's abusive and took advantage of you. And did he say took advantage of her? Did he say abusive? Did he say abusive and took advantage of her? How she decided to do it herself. Um, 
And I'm not saying all people take advantage of all people, but this guy clearly saw an opportunity. And um, he, am I right? He didn't treat you well, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at first it felt like it, and then no. Yeah. So what was your role in that? So we just going to blame him as being abusive and taking advantage. This is unbelievable. This is unreal. This is what we do in our world to men. She, they're making her the victim, and she blew up the marriage and blew up the Chad relationship. And her. so, um, but that even even the, your willingness to take that sort of this, some of this is really great, and some of this is terrible. But it all felt alive, right? Mm -hmm. And so, my question to you is: Why are you choosing to not be alive in your marriage? Because life's so short, man. We get one shot. I think we just got complacent. We, I mean, we've known each other basically our entire lives and we stopped trying. And I didn't think that we could go back to trying. So this other avenue looked really good. And so, yeah, you got selfish and you got wet for another guy. Yeah. And you, and you sabotaged your marriage to chase that. And then when it didn't work, you tried to bring your husband back too late. And of course she's using young and dumb and all of this stuff. She, she this girl's out of her mind, bro. Now you're back to wanting to try again. Tell me what you've mm -hmm. tried. How, when's the last time you slept with, with somebody else? Uh, over a year ago. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right. y'all called it off, right? You said, no, that was a terrible idea. I just, yeah, wanted... and then we tried to stay friends for a bit and that obviously didn't work either. <laughs> so then it's been about four months since all communication stopped. Okay. So, Oh, mm. now you and your husband, have y'all called this off? Yes. Okay. And so now you're staring at each other being like, so what now? Yes. What have you tried? Um, we went to a marriage retreat together and didn't really get anything out of that. Of course. Um, not. We have a vacation planned to Iceland later, like in the. That's not going to work. You're just going to argue when you get there. Fall time. Um. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hey, y'all's marriage is over. It's over. Just go ahead and cut your losses and move on in life. It's over. So you just gave me two more fireworks shows. Uh-huh. And you need to hear me say that's not how desire is built. Oh, boy. Okay. Those are fun. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Those are fun and a blast, and it's cool to shake the snow globe up, and it's cool to change environments. That's all great. This is a daily choice that I want to be alive. I want to be alive in my skin. This is a daily choice that me and this guy are going to sit across the table and say, we got one shot at this. We, we did something stupid. It didn't help us at all. And now we're living in the ash of this. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to start this thing over, which is. Did you say we? Did you say we? He's saying we. Like we messed up. No, 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 no. You messed up. And now you're going to bait and switch me and make me change back. To loving you again. I just can't stop loving you. And if I stop, oh man, what the hell? Awesome. And we're gonna build something totally new. And the cool thing about it is you get to build something totally new, but you gotta stop with the well, I guess we just quit trying and we've known each other half our life. All that crap, none of it matters. I could care less about any of it. Okay. Everything is about what are we gonna do tomorrow.
week? And what are we going to do okay. today? You know what I mean? Because you you come bearing all these excuses. Yes. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't care about your ACEs score. I do because I love you. And, you know, I love talking about trauma and stuff. We could have that conversation. All these things you're working through, which is fantastic. At some point, you have to decide I'm worth living alive in my own skin, which means I'm going to work. I'm worth living alive in my relationships, which means I'm worth when things are a little running a little bit low. That's okay because it's cold outside. And I'm going to have some communication and some practices with my husband that we know how to turn the heat back up when it's time. And until I can't take any more. I can't. I can't. This is the fuck. I'm done. I hope there's nothing better at the end of this. What? This is why this is this is what you guys got to look forward to out here. This is why people that don't listen to Coach Greg Adams. Oh my God. Is this what you guys got to look forward to in marriage counseling? Oh. Just have her say these words. I effed up. Remember, I said that earlier. I said more people need to say these words, men and women. You know, I messed up. Yeah, I messed up. I messed up. I, I'll take 100% of the blame. And then list why you messed up. Because this one is very simple. She screwed the pooch. 100%. That is on her. And she does not want to take this L. And now you go and go around and around and go over to Iceland and go to a retreat and go call in show. You screwed the pooch. You, you're the 100% of the blame, 100%. She needs to say these words to her husband, get down on her knees and say, he's mine. You may have once, but I got him all the time. He's mine. He's mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. <laughs> no, she needs to say, baby, I messed up. I, I, I led with my peace leave in my emotions and in my attention. I should have not done that. You, I got jealous when you was clapping these young junior cur- college girls cheeks and using our marital money to give them fistful of 20s. I got, money. I got jealous. And then I got kicked in the booty by Chad and he dumped down my gullet so many times that you was kissing his kids when we came home at night. I, I apologize. And she should say sorry for 2004 too while she had it. <laughs> but she can't do it. And this is going to cause sabotage. This is why the marriage will never work because she will never take accountability. She blaming everything. I was trauma on all of this. Stop. Unreal. And this is marriage, guys. This is what you're going to deal with. Your, ex, your wife's going to bait and switch you and she ain't going to take no accountability. None. And she will never apologize for sabotaging the marriage. Clearly sabotaging. She's the 100% the fault. And then she's going to make you take the L and the blame. And this is what, it'll end up in divorce court and she'll be sabotaging him again when he doesn't want to get back with her. He's going to be like, I'm not going back. You opened up the marriage. Nah, man. And that, and made his ass go to therapy. Think of, think of this. Thinking she's making him go to therapy. He's like, what did I do? Unreal, man. This is why I tell you, man, be cautious of marriage because the bait and switch is super duper real. It is not a joke. And this marriage is going to cost him 
tens, this marriage and divorce is going to cost him tens of thousands of dollars just to go to Iceland. That got to cost $10,000. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but that's going to cost 10 grand. The marriage retreat costs five grand. The, the therapy's costing grands. Her not admitting it's costing him money. The divorce is, this is going to be a hundred thousand dollar divorce. All because she wanted to go out there and give some sex to another dude that was bending her earlobes and bending her feet and her knees all the way back into her earlobes. What do you want? Don't be mad at me out here. All right, let's get the rest of these chats in the building. Uh, Where are we at here? Uh, my man, Mr. Dixon says, uh, is there a way to rid the Jezebel spirit from the United States? No, I mean, people have to... You, you know, I mean, we talk about this. Maybe some people are new. Uh, once you open Pandora's box, you cannot close it back. Once you let the cat out of the bag, you cannot herd the kittens back into the bag. For, for centuries, communities have used various ways to prevent what's happening from to happening, right? We've been, we prevented it. We forced people into monogamy. We've told people that they were going to go to hell. We shamed them. We've had people dress modest. We've had men be, we had men and women be punished by the scarlet letter of adultery. We've had people, we were told them would they'll never get married again. We told them that they're going to go to hell for being 304s and being, and being fornicators. I mean, we've used everything. God's judgment, hell, hellfire, brimstone, uh, the, the clergy. I mean, we've used every damn thing. Shame. Now, just to let you know, none of those things exist right now. <laughs> there's none of those things you can't tell anybody anything now so the pandora's box is open the cat is out of the bag you ain't putting it back in we're not going there so this is why i say i fully participate in the junior college and i got money this, we're not going back anytime soon i don't care larry berg's not walking through that door fans kevin McHale's not walking through that door and robert Parrish is not walking through that door and if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Indeed. Somebody said KS did a stream on bringing shame back. I did a stream on Fresh and Fit two years ago saying when shame was removed, that was it. Two years ago, I said that. Go back and look at it. You'll find that many things that Kevin said, I said. Not everything. I'm not here to compete, though. I'm. There's not a competition. But a lot of people are just finding out about us all. So I understand. You're like, St. Kevin said, and I'm like, uh, is this a good time to bring this up or no? No. <laughs> I mean, let's just have a little bit of time and distance. We're still healing. Anyway. <laughs> Larry Berg's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. We're not going back to old times. We're not going back to we're not going back to what it was. And so here's the deal. Um, you guys think we're going back to old times? There's five. Here's the new people. There's five ways we can make this happen. There's five ways. And my audience knows this for you newbies. Somebody says, March 2021, you're on Fresh and Fit. And I said, they remove, the removal of shame changed everything. So there's five conditions on which we can come back. Number one, World War III. New, new world, new world order. 
Number two, a religious awakening, meaning Chiefs parts the cloud. He comes down on a white horse holding a lightning bolt, and he starts judgment right then and there based on whatever you believe. It could be Allah that opens. I don't know. Religious awakening, World War III. Number three, a, an epic, an economic collapse of epic proportions, meaning the worst collapse economically will turn us back back to olden times where we're sticks and stones and we'll have the oldest profession available to you. It'll be like the gold rush. It'll be like the wild, wild west. Okay, an epic, an epic, I always mess it up, an economic collapse of epic proportion. Number four, immigration or slash terrorism. But we're already having that. We're already having that. Number five, a plague. And these five conditions I brought up well before the coronavirus, in which we've seen a plague, immigration, economic collapse of epic proportion, potentially World War III, and a religious awakening probably on the horizon once World War III starts. So I predicted these way before. <laughs> we literally got four over five right now. So maybe the cat gets put back in the bag, but there's going to be a lot of bloodshed. Y'all probably won't, half of y'all won't even be here. It'll be Thanos snap. You won't even get to see the good uh, part of the repair. It's over. In Western culture, it's over. I, I, I mean, I know people are, oh, not me. It's over. Some of you guys will get a little bit of taste of it. You'll get to have a little bit of a marriage and a little bit of love. But the love gone. <laughs> it gone, gone. All right. I'm over here at the junior college. Now, <laughs> y'all can hold on to your love if you want. Hold on to your love. Yeah, Coach Dodamas is real. You better start believing in Coach Dodamas. When I talk, I know some of you people don't like what I what, what you hear. But when I talk, it starts happening. When I brought up the five conditions, go back to my life. It was November 2019. And I said, you know, we need a correction event. And I said, it's about time that our economy collapses. I said, something's on the horizon. November 2019. As you guys know, by April 2020, we was in full-scale uh, assault. In November in 2019, I'm on the podcast saying it's it's far time for a correction event, meaning we got to correct this, and the world knows how to correct it. And I said, one of these five things will happen. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, th I, I think I just posted it on my coach. I just reposted it on my Coach Greg Adams channel. I want to see if I can find it. We got a little bit of time. I'm supposed to be running around. Um, let's see here. November. To, and so when I talk, I'm just not talking out the side of my neck. I'm actually making sense about it. And I'm looking at it from this perspective. And I'm like, man, this ain't going well. We need to really have, evaluate where we are in our world because we're saying one thing and we want another thing to happen. And it's not going to happen that way. We actually have to follow a certain path. Uh, here it is right here. You guys want to hear about it? I'll play it right here. Fair use. <laughs> Fair use of my own thing right here. I'll play it and give you the proof. Uh, let's see here. Because I know some of you guys are new. Just the stuff that we discuss on the red pill philosophy. 
so this is a new video but women let me see makes of relationships are in trouble it's not just the stuff that we discuss on the red pill philosophy the dynamics for women november 2019 the ability to attract high status men even if they're a 49er how detrimental it's going to be builders uh these guys with 20 or the 2024 election maybe we're looking at 2028 and beyond and what it's going to take number one it's going to take a significant correction event november 2019 what it's going to take is a significant correction event now there are a bunch of correction event possibilities here okay we've known that there have been madmen that 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 have led countries into some crazy situations somebody a, a dictator to create a scenario in their country that just changed everything okay that that's possible i said a madman you know you got the whole russian uh you ukrainian thing going on correction event somebody who eliminates a bunch of people and causes all kind of chaos or something like that that's a correction event maybe something like in the united states where there's this big push for socialism these individuals eventually will take over i believe it's not going to happen in the next maybe 12 years uh oh okay unless they can spring something here in the next 2020 or the 2024 election oh I said a push for socialism. This was before the 2020 election. I was like, maybe in a couple of years, but maybe if they push for, what did we see? Black Lives Matter. We saw that whole thing. Cities burning down. Uh-oh. I saw the whole do Biden. Uh-oh. Maybe we're looking at 2028 and beyond once they get their claws into the system and insert socialism. That's going to create an economic event or a, a sip, uh, what did I call it? A correction event. That's going to create that because the need for relationships are going to be much more uh, necessary than it is today. We have too much freedom and all of this stuff. Okay. The correction event that caused us to get into the situation was feminism. And you guys know that I talk about this all the time and I don't need to go too much into it. But the idea that when skip it, editor, that this person is now so caused the what we see now let's see so it's going to take something else like a religious awakening There's that's the, another correction event religious awakening at some point there may be somebody that comes along that is so influential so powerful kevin samuels so charismatic that they will cause a religious awakening like a cult or somebody who is a you know what are those evangelists preachers Somebody that can reel in millions of people and cause them to return to traditionalism, traditionalism and to null and void feminism. How about this? How about the baby boomers? The baby boomers are on their last leg. This is their last go around. Once they have been cycled through and there's relatively very few of them, like there's relatively very few people who've been through World War One and two. It's, it's really difficult to find these individuals. <laughs> so I, I'm not laughing at them. I'm just laughing at All her. Right. They will be homeless in large numbers. Uh oh. Security administration and the, the money that is in Social Security. They, they, they will tax the Medicare. They will be homeless in large numbers. 
We're seeing that because the, uh, quite honestly, these baby boomers were the generation that ushered in second to third wave feminism. So once these people and this ideology is gone, maybe potentially people will forget about it and move on to better things. How about the student loan debt crisis? How about that bubble? Student loan debt. You think the idea that all of a sudden people will be, you know, just buried in mounds and mounds of debt will change the idea of women going to college in, in, in big numbers, majoring in useless degrees, and then going out, finding jobs, not in construction, not in engineering, not in uh, uh, being in law, you know, the low birth rate and change a little bit. Maybe the idea of, you know, the low birth rate and individuals uh, maybe prioritizing the housewife or the stay-at-home mom and not crapping on them. Maybe that'll change and people will say, you know what? We need these individuals. We need individuals to take care of these kids. What about this one? The single mother epidemic. Maybe at some point people will realize and wake up. This was a detriment to society. I mean, where we are with single motherhood, pumping out single mothers. So this could be a plague of sexual oh, here we go. mothers and Listen criminals. To this and so the last one. To the struggle. This is where I introduced the plague. Possibility of a plague. This is November 2019. Or is somebody going to wake up and snap out of it? What about this one? A m- massive sexually transmitted disease that, I mean, it, caused a pl- it causes a plague. So this could be a plague of sexually transmitted diseases, or it could be an actual plague that we see happening in homeless places like los angeles a plague november 2019 i introduced the possibility of a plague and by this was before we knew about the the uh thing that went on in china where the bubonic plague is 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 raging now (laughs) because a plague that was around like 600 years ago is raging in a modern city like los angeles why because of massive homelessness and people taking dumps on the street and the rats the rats coming to eat the 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 dump and now these individuals you know these rats spread this around the whole city now you got a whole bunch of baby boomers now becoming homeless because they can't take care of themselves because they all believed in that feminist ideology and now they're all single and divorced great each other to death and thought they could do it by themselves, but now they're 65 and 70 and can't support themselves. They're going to be out in the street. Um. Anyway, that was definitely recorded before the Rona was even announced. But as I know, I know how these forces work. I know how these forces work. I've come from the year 2020. I'm sorry, the year 2030. I've tra- I'm a time traveler for the year 2030. All right, I see how things are going, and I say, this can't be good, all right? And you should listen to me. I don't guess. All right, so let's get in here, man. Let's wrap it up with all of the uh, rest of the contributions. Sorry, man. Uh, where are we at here? Shout out to Loud Pockets, Mr. Loud Pockets. He said, shout out to the big Shirley Vivica Fox. Oh, she is the new big Shirley, huh? Oh, my goodness. Uh, a Jedi says, hey, coach, are you going to, are you going to go in on KS? Um, we already did the story up front. 
they voted to do the story up front. Shout out to uh, Mr. Dixon. He says, brothers that graduated from HBCU still love Kaylee's. Oh, I, I know, brothers. But you just can't bring her to the homecoming game. All right. Shout out to everybody at Southern University in Baton Rouge that be over at LSU's campus. All right. So where is that? Uh, Mr. Wright says, coach, I need a beginner cigars tip. Pause. Free agent for life. I would say start with, uh, they do have a website that gives you a couple starter cigars. Uh, none of those uh, cigars are going to start off. Um, they're, they're not ones that you're probably going to buy, but it will teach you about, it will give you a sampler. So find a sampler box of cigars that are entry-level cigars for you that aren't too heavy. But, um, you know, I, I don't smoke cigars all the time. But uh, but um, find that or go to a cigar place. All right. But everybody has their favorites after they sample things. And then you can learn what you like. You know, some people like big sticks. Pause. Somebody like small, long, you know, pause. All right. So I would say go to a place that has a place online. You can get a sampler box of 12 and then you can sample some things. All right. Take it slow. Don't rush it. Pause. All right. Shout out to Mr. Harold Lagurmi. He says, did you shuffle yet? I did shuffle twice. I shuffled about three times. Shout out to all the Uncle Toms in the sellouts and you Oreo cookies out here. Hey, appreciate y'all. Uh, no name. He says, Granny's Honda Civic needs to throw in the towel. Honda Civic. Honda Civica. Honda Civica Vivica Fox. She needs to throw in the towel, but she out here parading around with uh, young men. Appreciate you, Coach. Free agent for life. That's for my man, Scorpion King. Appreciate you. All right, Jeremiah Franz says, why no super chats anymore? There's your answer to that. The system is about to collapse. Brace yourselves. <laughs> Enough doom and gloom already. <laughs> Enough doom and gloom. Uh, but be prepared. You guys get your flashlights, get your solar packs, all right, get your tools and instruments, water, barbecue grills. It is what it is. People think that this is going to be here forever, and it's not. I study history. There's not been a permanent society that has stayed along for, for, for that long. At some particular point, you fall into weakness, but we'll still be good. It's not going to 100% collapse, but um, it is not going to be what you thought it was. So if you have any sense of entitlement, you need to swallow it. It's going to take work. Uh, your, book are, your books are required reading for men. Thanks. That's from my homeboy, Jay Hogan. They are required reading. It's going to give you a proper perspective of what's going on in here. Mr. Millo, Q Millo says, appreciate the information, sir. Do your own due diligence and reporting as well. All right. I don't have it all right. Shout out to Bobby Mack. This can't be life. 304 is out here out of pocket. There used to be a time where you can keep them in pocket and everybody respected yourself. But, you know, the tide always turns. I always say the pendulum always swings. At a point, women were getting ran over for a long time. And what we did was overcorrected. Okay, so we are the generation of people that deal with the overcorrection. All right, so we've overcorrected, and the system will correct itself and accordingly. All right, student loan debt is an overcorrection. Uh, the, the idea that these people can get educated and, oh, I got a degree, but they are student loan debt tells you how dumb that advancement is. Because then the degree becomes worthless or does nothing. And then we're having this argument how we're going to pay down the debt. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. You're saying you have a degree, but you don't want to pay down the debt. And there's some women like, I ain't never paying down the debt. Oh, I mean, it's abysmal. I mean, if you ever have ran a business, that is not how you run a business. 
All right, you're going to be bankrupt in no time flat. All right, shout out to Noel, uh, the junk man out here, our car salesman, classic cars. He says, the hope strategist Christians make me vomit. Yeah, the Christians, man, I, I talk about the Christians. Somebody says, is this the coach? That's Daniel. This is the coach, so you can donate. Uh, unfortunately, the Christians, your, your church has been sold out. You know, you're sold out. You're sold out to the state uh, to hold on to your tax-exempt status. So you must bow down to the king. All right, King Caesar, hell king, hell Caesar, okay? All right, so the church can't go out and pop off at the lip anymore. Y'all don't run nothing, all right? The state runs you, and they can shut you down. And they showed you during C-19 that they can shut your ass down. And y'all went home and did religious services on Zoom. <laughs> when the, when y'all should have said, yo, man, we the church. We can do whatever we want. The Lord says so, for the Lord says so. That's what you should have said, but nope, you tuck tail. Yeah, you got to take that. You got to take that five hundred one, five hundred one three C status, so the uh, pastor can keep his damn Cadillac, Rolls Royce, Mercedes Benz, and y'all can build all these damn mega church campuses that look like rock concerts. Go ahead and have it. All right, y'all sold out, and then your whole damn band looking like <laughs> the same man. And if you were mad at me with that. Be mad. I'm telling you, man, do not be mad at me because you think I'm lying. Be mad because I'm calling you out. Y'all have no teeth anymore. The church has no more teeth. All right. The only thing they do is parade y'all around during election time and say, well, this reverend does this and this reverend does that. Y'all ain't got no teeth. The Catholic Church has been in trouble for a minute, too. They on their heels. All right. Once they start digging up people and, and me too and people left and right, y'all ain't got no teeth either. All right. So it's sad. It's sad to see. I grew up in the church. I seen it. Y'all got no leg to stand on and no teeth. Good luck. Somebody up in here? I heard some dance. I'm just playing. Hold up. I got to go pick up my dog and be at the junior college here soon. All right. Shout out to Gil Soto says blue pill malfunction is a brilliant phrase. He couldn't even come up with nothing. I, the, I, the, I, the, hi, the, hi, the, hi, the, ho. Gary says, when Japanese sex bots come out in 2032, game over. Well, we're already experiencing that now. The correction event, he says, he gave me 304 as well. The correction event is that men are found, found ways around getting, you know, getting sex. And uh, that's thrown off the dating marketplace. Ladies, if you're on Bumble and Tinder and you don't realize what the men your age are doing, you don't even know, bro. And the girls, your competition, you're like, I want an honest relationship. I don't want any more players. I want something long-term and special. You guys got no leg to stand on. Do you realize what's going on out here? I'm on the dark side. <laughs> I want somebody that's a proper gentleman that'll drive eight miles, 8,000 miles to come see me, take me out, pay for dates. I got money. Shout out to the, he said, the, the dictator, the CGA shout me out one year ago. The dictator. Yeah, that was you. All right, that was you. I want an honest relationship, somebody that can take me out and wants to meet me and spend time together. What? I got money. Are you joking? Why would I do that in 2022? It's debauchery out here. I can buy you about a pound and have it delivered to me. I can have it delivered to me, diced up, glazed up, ready to go. What you talking about? Talking about 
you on Tinder looking for something long term. If you're a player, swipe right or left, however it works. <laughs> Come on, man. People are in la la land. People are in la la land. You know what I get? You know what? You know what people are contacting me? Here's the thing you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. I need an emotional connection. Aren't you tired of hooking up? Aren't you tired of playing games? Aren't you tired of the hookup culture? Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. No, there's no more real men out here. No. There are no more. No, we ain't playing that game no more. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Nothing's going to work, ladies. I got so many options. I know you don't think so. You like who? Who want to? Who want to be with you? Them younger girls don't want you. They don't want me, but you know what they want? I got money. And that's it. That's a game changer. <laughs> Double R, shout out to Greg. I was going to say Gregorio. He says, get him a gordita and a taco. Santa Ana, here I come. All right, Santa Ana, here I come. Shout out to my homeboy, Mr. Martinez. Let me see if I said his government name. He says, Bible verse versions. He says, by framing the world is a, uh, by framing the world is an IFB documentary that changed my life as a truther. You're on point. Check it out. I love some of these things, man. I'm going to, I'm going to change it. I'm going to check that out for sure. Appreciate all of those. We do have a couple of more cash apps before you guys go to your next content creator, your next class. Shout out to all the content creators. My man Daniel says the dark side has been great. Thanks, coach. <laughs> I got money. Ladies, if you want to reel it back in, it's going to take about a generation and a half of things going right your way. I mean, you guys got to fix it. It's on you. Just like the lady I played where she said, I blew up my marriage, but it's not my fault. You guys got to come to Jesus and say, you know what? We screwed the pooch. But I know it's never going to happen. So I got money. Let's take you out with Uncle Frank to let you know how we roll around here in the free agent lifestyle. And we're going back to the dark side. Here comes the, the bank roll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her. With this. First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double bass shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Who? 
You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.